Welcome to I'd Tell Myself, where we dive into the individual journeys people have taken to professional success and share some of the lessons that they've learned along the way. I'm your host, Danielle Frankel. I've long believed that there are many ways to learn the important lessons in life. And while some lessons are only gained through personal experience, others can be learned less painfully from those ahead of us on their own journey. I hope you'll find something here to support you as we ask these individuals what they tell themselves from where they now sit. Welcome, and thanks for joining us. Welcome to the last episode of season one, I Tell Myself. I'm Danielle Frankel, and I've so enjoyed bringing this podcast to life. The format for our show at this point is to share five interviews and then a recap that helps to find the common themes and threads that we can pull through from each interview. This season, we spoke with five amazing individuals from a variety of different industries. Each of them has achieved a fair amount of success in their careers, and we wanted to know, what was your journey to get here? What are the unexpected or odd things that you gathered through experiences that you couldn't have predicted? How were you shaped to be uniquely qualified for this position? I've asked a lot of questions, and the truth is that each of these episodes is a conversation driven by curiosity and a fascination with the choices people make, the paths we choose, and how they influence our lives. I'm grateful to each of our guests for sharing a part of themselves with us. It takes courage and a willingness to be of service to open yourself to strangers in this way. And it's not lost on me that each of our guests has granted us a gift. What was amazing about these interviews to me is that these are people with such different stories and backgrounds. They've lived very different lives. And while they're all doing well in their careers, they span the range from mid-career to retirement. Each individual contributed a wonderful set of stories or lessons, which I would encourage you to go back and check out if you haven't yet. I'm going to spend a few minutes here on the core set of five messages that we heard from them. The first core message was be kind and act with integrity. During his interview, Malcolm Netburn spoke to us about the importance of being kind. He said, I've never seen long-term success from doing something at the expense of somebody else's feelings. There's no reward worth intentionally or not being really careful about not hurting someone along the way. He talked about how he's seen this play out time and time again with people responding to different pressures, whether it's the drive for the next promotion or the desire to look better than others. Judge Fryson echoed the sentiment when she shared that people should be thinking about you as a referral because you know what you're doing and you have the integrity that people want. And Cassandra Goodman shared with us some of the tough questions she had to ask herself about how she behaved early in her career when she was known for getting stuff done. She said she's had to ask herself about the cost of that effort. Was she getting the work done in a way that was kind and inclusive? Reflecting on those early learnings has helped to shape the work she does with clients today. Kathy Markey shared the flip side of this coin with us as well. In addition to being kind to others, she says she wishes that she'd been kinder to herself. The second core message from our guests was to know your values. Our guests were very clear about the importance of knowing your values as you navigate your career. Tiffany Shorter shared an experience that she had after realizing the place she was unhappily working in wasn't aligned with her values. She said, I think sometimes what I forgot in the moment was how important my values were to me and that they are very important when it comes to the place that I work as well. I know the conversations I've had with clients and colleagues over the year often echo this sentiment. People sometimes forget or hold up a certain false separation in their stories between their personal values and who they believe they're supposed to be at work. 
and the fact that the place you work needs to really be aligned with your values. If it doesn't, you're not likely to be happy there. Malcolm Netburn was clear about the question he's often asked. He said, everybody's wondering how much they have to compromise when they get into a new role. And I'm saying, don't compromise your values. It never, ever works. He went on to share with us that in his experience, you'll see more people where the person had that enduring value and got to a place where they met their own dream, their own hope for a productive and meaningful life. He noted that these are often not the people he's seen make the press or become famous for their work, but living their values has resulted in fulfilling careers and lives. Kathy Markey talked to us about figuring out the trail of breadcrumbs in her life that ultimately led her to the work that she loves. She talked about how even when she wasn't able to afford a role in a nonprofit as a single parent in New York City, she found herself looking for personal fulfillment through volunteer work or engaging with the school community. I believe her experience highlights a critical point, which is that we are not all at a point where we can clearly articulate our values, our life commitments, or what is most important to us at this scale. And sometimes life circumstances make it complicated to go all the way in on what we most love because we need to be able to support ourselves, our families, et cetera. However, the breadcrumbs that Kathy talked about eventually helped her to both understand and articulate the values that led her to the position that she's in today. This brings us to the third core message, pay attention. As we learn from Kathy's experience, it's not always about the stated values or the work that you're doing today, especially early in your career. You'll likely find that you'll hold many jobs. And if you're paying attention, they'll each teach you something. For example, each of our guests shared with us that they learned a lot about both the type of manager and leader they wanted to be and a lot about what they wanted to be sure to avoid when they were in that position by paying attention to the people in those positions ahead of them. Again, as Kathy noted, it's also a way to find the breadcrumbs to help you identify what's most important to you over time. Paying attention to what others are doing that you can learn from, but also paying attention to your own actions, choices, and feelings. Tiffany talked about noticing when something doesn't feel right. She said, being able to take stock, as they say, is this right? Does this feel good? Does this feel like where you need to be? And when you get the answer no, doing something about it. She shared her experience of nearly switching schools after her freshman year of college, only to realize how uncomfortable she was and how all the signs pointed to this being the wrong choice for her. Cassandra talked to us about her experience shifting upstream time and time again to try to get to the root of the issues that she wanted to address becoming an expert in different processes and systems, and then realizing, like with her Six Sigma work, that not only were there lurking variables, but the lurking variables were the humans who she needed to understand better. She paid attention to each new approach, and each new approach led her upstream to the next piece of the puzzle. If she wasn't paying close enough attention, she'd still be running the Six Sigma work and wondering why the people weren't cooperating the way they were supposed to. But her attention to what was happening and what could or couldn't be controlled led her to the top of the line. Malcolm's experience of paying attention was grounded in listening both to what was said and what wasn't. He shared two career-shaping opportunities that came in the form of phone calls and conversations. If he hadn't been paying attention to the underlying need or opportunity in those conversations, he would have missed the chance to say, I can help with that. That brings us to core message number four. Ask for help, stay open to possibility, and be willing to receive opportunities. Malcolm shared his experience of staying open to possibility in those conversations that shaped his career, 
but he also shared his perspective on balance, being that sometimes we tie ourselves to paths that are so defined, it's hard to see outside the lines. It's those moments where we miss the unplanned for possibilities that present themselves. We miss out on opportunities that we didn't see coming. Malcolm told us that it's not always black and white, but if we had more balance in being able to trust our instincts and see an opportunity, we might be able to ask ourselves, what could this become? Hey, if you're enjoying the show, please make sure to subscribe and join our community at idtellmyself.com for updates and info. That's idtellmyself.com. Okay, back to the show. Tiffany talked about the amazing people who showed up in her life and helped to shape her journey by offering opportunities. But she had to be open to receiving them as well. She had to be willing to take a chance on this thing that she perhaps didn't plan for or see as her path forward and make her own choice once the opportunity presented itself. Similarly, Cassandra was open to new opportunities that took her to positions around the world once she realized she couldn't get to where she wanted by staying put. Interestingly, I think it's the flip side of this picture that Kathy painted, which really helps to round it out. Sometimes, in order to get the opportunity to succeed, you have to ask for help. Kathy told us that at this point in her life and career, she's not good at everything, and that's really okay. It's about being able to say, this is not my strong suit, so we really need to make sure we get somebody whose it is. As a CEO of her organization, success means knowing when you need to bring someone else in who has skills or expertise that you don't. Kathy talked a bit more about this, explaining that at certain parts of our career, you can have a scope of responsibility that you can be really good at. You can be really good at all of the components of that scope. But then as you grow, you need to handle more responsibility and the scope widens. The reality is that we can't all be good at everything in that scope. That brings us to core message number five, be the best at what you do, in part by knowing your strengths. As Kathy mentioned, we can't all be the best at everything, and it's important to learn what your strengths are. You can do that through your own observations, through reviews, by getting feedback from trusted colleagues, or by gauging where you have the greatest impact. Understanding this about yourself will help you lean into the roles and opportunities that are well aligned with what you're able to do and make it easier to ask for help when that's what you need. Judge Friesen told us, when asked, how do I get ahead and do all that I want to do and all that I can do, she often tells people to be the expert because that is going to get you in the door 90% of the time. The last common thread that I really want to call out from these interviews is that they all shared either directly or through their stories that they are driven by a commitment to something greater. Kathy, Tiffany, and Malcolm talked about helping or service. Judge Fryson spoke of justice, and Cassandra shared her core identity as a change activator. Each of these individuals is working in their chosen career in service of something greater than themselves. It keeps them coming back to their line of work and the ways in which they can contribute. It's been my privilege throughout my career to witness people who are out for something greater than themselves. My mentors and friends, Al Bott, Mel Toomey, and Daryl Connor have taught me a great deal about this perspective over the years. And while it doesn't surprise me to find it here, I have to share that I wasn't explicitly looking for it either. When we say that someone is out for something greater than themselves or their own good, it doesn't mean they're constantly self-sacrificing, but rather that they are driven by more than just the next step on their own ladder. I can't say with scientific certainty 
but my observation is that these people often take a greater sense of joy and fulfillment in what they do, even when it's really hard. Five core messages and one special lesson. Be kind and act with integrity, know your values, pay attention, be the best at what you do, in part by knowing your strengths. Ask for help, stay open to possibility, and be willing to receive opportunities. And the bonus, be out for something greater than yourself. Thank you so much for joining us for this first season of I'd Tell Myself. It has truly been a joy to share these conversations with you. I'd love to hear what you're finding in the conversations, or if there's someone you think I should interview or would like to hear from. Contact details are always in the show notes, and you can reach me via email at hello at daniellefrankel.com, or you can submit a quick form on our website, itellmyself.com, if you've got a suggestion for who we should interview. We're also on Instagram at itellmyself. We'll be back in January with our next season and hope you'll join us here. Upcoming seasons include artists, entrepreneurs, nonprofits, and more. So make sure you're subscribed or following on your preferred platform. If you've enjoyed these conversations, please take a moment to leave a review or hit that five-star button wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks again for joining us. I hope you found something here that's useful for your journey. That's it for today. I hope you enjoyed the show and found something to support you wherever you are on your own journey. Don't forget to subscribe where you listen to your podcasts and head over to itellmyself.com to sign up for updates. Until next time, take care.